You are listening to the Super Mom is Getting Tired podcast. I'm your host, Tori Henderson, and this is episode 48. All links and show notes can be found by going to lifecoachingforparents.com slash 48. Welcome to the Super Mom is Getting Tired podcast. This show is designed for moms who invest everything into parenting, but get overwhelmed, lost, and resentful. Listen and learn how to unburden yourself, feel calm, full of energy, and in control. I'm your host, Master Certified Life Coach, Teacher, and Recovering Supermom, Tori Henderson. Hello, Supermoms. How are you? I missed you. Last week, I was up visiting my son at college, and I sent out an interview that I had done. And it's funny, I feel like I haven't talked to you for a while, and I missed talking with you. But I'm going to have to get used to it because I have decided I'm going to reduce my frequency of podcasts to every other week because it takes a lot of time to put one together and I want to devote time to my fabulous clients. And I'm really enjoying doing the Facebook group and doing some challenges. So if you haven't joined the Super Mom is Getting Tired Facebook group, I highly encourage you to do so. This coming month is... I call it the World Series of Motherhood, okay? Like, this is where we ramp up because so much falls on our shoulders when it comes to the holidays, the gatherings with family, the Christmas, a lot of times the pressure, the high expectations. Oh, yeah, yeah. This can be a challenging time. So I'm going to be doing some challenges for moms to make it more of a peaceful time and a little less of the Christmas crazies. So if you want to check out the Facebook group, come join us. Or if you feel like, you know, this is bringing up a lot of my stuff and I want to feel better through the holidays and I want to enjoy it more, maybe you schedule a free life coaching session with me. If you've got, you know, family drama that tends to come up, let's work it out. Or you just want to have fun and enjoy and not feel like you have to do everything perfectly all the time. That was certainly my issue. (laughs) So today we're talking about what to do when you feel burned out and depleted. Today's question comes from Carrie. She writes, what do you do if you feel completely depleted as a parent and you feel like you are just kind of burned out as a mom? I have given so much to my kids starting when my first son was born, and six years later, I'm completely depleted. I don't like the version of me I am now. I feel like I'm not showing up as my best, and I don't know what to do to change it. Carrie. Well, I'm glad you found the podcast. I mean, you are certainly whom I cater to, and my heart absolutely goes out to you. Like, I've totally been there, and I think it's wonderful that you have enough self-awareness to notice how you're feeling, identify it, and ask for help. Like, that's huge. This is a big and a very important first step. So really want to say kudos to you, Carrie. Weirdly, your question, as depleted as you sounded in it, actually gets me excited (laughs) because I know exactly what to do to help you get back on track. I feel like helping moms like find their way through motherhood is my life's calling and my life's work, and I just love it. And I know how much better your life is going to get from this point on. But you don't know that yet. You're just still stuck in the muck, right? So the parent education answer is kind of the conventional wisdom, right? If you were to Google it, is what you normally find. And 
The conventional wisdom on this topic of what to do when you feel depleted and burned out as a mom leads me to talk about the two dreaded words for super moms, self-care. I say these words are dreaded because you hear it all the time. Like, at least I did. I felt like it was one other thing I was failing at. I'm not good at (laughs) self-care. So to me, these are like awful words, but I have to talk about it because it's conventional wisdom. So a super mom, the way I define it, is someone who goes all in on parenting. We try super hard to do everything right for our kids not realizing that our expectations are a little too perfectionistic. We think that a good mom does everything for their kids, is there for them no matter what. You know, there's no, it takes a village for super mom. We assume a lot of responsibility, even if that means managing our nannies, our husbands, our housekeepers, our grandparents while they help us out, we still feel like it's our responsibility to kind of oversee and like everything falls on us. If our kids need us, we are there. This type of vigilant, hardworking, self-sacrificing parenting can only last so long before it becomes depletion and exhaustion. Caring for our kids makes us feel capable and responsible, but when it comes to caring for ourselves, it's a struggle. Self-care can be defined as the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness. It's a protection of one's own well-being and happiness. And self-care can be anything that gives your mental, emotional, or physical health a boost. So this could be sitting in the sunshine, folding laundry while watching your favorite show, going to yoga class, going for a walk, getting together with girlfriends for a vent session. (laughs) You just need to vent with somebody. Scrapbooking, playing the piano, singing, like you name it. Self-care is very individual, but includes taking care of your body's health, like exercise, massage, nutrition, your mental and emotional health through meditation or life coaching, and social support. Friends, like online groups, even authors and TV shows sometimes can give us uh, social support, like a sense of being seen and like, oh, this author really gets me or, you know, this TV show is just so perfect for me. It makes me laugh. So all of these things can help with self-care, but the most important thing is connecting with yourself. And with this, I mean like your spirit. So here are some examples of ways that my clients take care of their bodies. Yoga. For me, that was always my number one. But other my clients like to swim, to go to dance class, they run, they play on a soccer team once a week. I've got clients who play tennis, but they also do other things like putting on their favorite music and dancing around the house, you know, maybe while cleaning the house, like walking the dog while listening to a favorite podcast, starting a hiking club, joining a stroller walking mom group, right? Like all of these ways that people, you hear about doing it all the time. Of course, eating healthy goes a long way to feeling more energized, getting your hair done, putting on makeup, receiving massages and mani-pedis, going to the chiropractor, the acupuncturist, the esthetician, anything that puts loving attention on your body can be a form of self-care. Here are some examples of ways that my clients take care of their mental and emotional health. 
Well, of course, life coaching is number one. It's very helpful. <laughs> really, it doesn't help you just feel better in the moment, but it actually teaches you the meta skill of how to coach yourself into a better feeling place anytime you want. So it lasts for a while. So we got life coaching, meditation, counseling, therapy, online support groups, even like I said, finding authors that you resonate with, TV shows that light you up, movies that speak to your soul, online support groups like Supermom is Getting Tired. Anything with your girlfriends can be very helpful. Uh, most right-brained activities give our brains a break. So pick your favorite. Maybe doing puzzles, creating art, playing music, or listening to music. It could be just reading books and getting lost in a story, listening to audiobooks, cooking, decorating, designing, organizing, gardening, window shopping, crafting, planning a vacation, daydreaming. Those are all like right brain activities that make it's like a it's like a bath for your brain. It's just like, ah, oh, this feels so good. You can kind of get loose track of time and get lost in it for a little bit. You certainly don't have to do all of these, but I've never seen a depleted mom who has a regular habit of prioritizing self-care. I even love hearing moms have like creative answers. Like I had one client who... Uh, I just thought this was so great. She recognized that she was not doing anything for herself. And so one morning, she let her kids watch TV, which she didn't usually do, plopped them in front of the television. She ordered DoorDash for herself and Skyped with a friend while she ate her breakfast. And I just thought that was so clever and kind of just a very loving self-care way. So the most important self-care that you can do when you are feeling depleted is to reconnect with yourself, your essence, this, your spirit. Most moms who find themselves in Carrie's shoes say something like, I feel like I've lost myself. If you have a life filled with self-care activities, it's hard to feel lost and depleted because you have to pay attention to you and notice whether your activities feel good to you or not, right? So maybe when the kids were newborns, plopping yourself down in front of the TV and having a glass of wine was awesome. And that just felt nourishing and helpful. But six years later, you're still doing it. You got to kind of pay attention. Like, okay, that's not feeling like self-care anymore. I need more. I need something different. So you have to pay attention to you. And that paying attention is what reconnects us with our spirit. Because your energy goes where your attention goes. So if you're feeling depleted, that tells me you have not been paying attention to yourself. So the life coaching answer, what gets in our way from all these great self-care activities? Uh, so many things. Really, it's so much resistance. Has neglecting yourself become a habit? Are you believing that self-care isn't important? Do you think you have to be with your kids 24-7? Are you too tired to do something that gives you energy? Like our brains can come up with all sorts of crazy thoughts that are not helpful. Like, oh, I'm too tired to do something nourishing and loving for my body. Like, mm, even though afterwards you're going to feel more energetic, I'm not buying it. Right? Are you unsure of which self-care activity will help you feel better? Do you think taking care of yourself somehow takes away from caring for your children? It does not. 
So these are all things that just come up for us and get in our way. We're like, oh, I'm fine. I can suck it up. I don't need to go. You know, I'm too tired. The kids need me. We look for excuses just because change is hard and our brains react to change as though it's like scary and different. When I first started going through my life coach training program with Martha Beck, so I'm a master certified life coach with Brooke Castillo at the Life Coach School, but my very first uh, life coaching teacher was also Brooke Castillo's first life coaching teacher, and that was Martha Beck. And when I went through her training program with all these life coaches, I was asked all these difficult questions. Like I had such a hard time answering these questions, and they sounded like this. What would you do? If you knew you could not fail, what would you do if you could not care what people think? What do you really, 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 really want? What is your wildly improbable goal? These questions were so hard for me. I did not know how to dream about possibilities for myself. I didn't know what I wanted. I could have told you what my kids wanted, what my husband wanted, what my parents wanted for me. I could even tell you what I was supposed to want at that stage in my life. But I had never asked myself those kinds of questions, and so I couldn't come up with any answers. I didn't know how to dream about what could be. How could I ask for what I want if I didn't even know what I wanted? So the way that I start my clients back into this journey, when if they find themselves in a similar spot, and to get them to reconnect with themselves, this is how I do it. I have them imagine that they have a, I want you to imagine it. Okay, so let's pr- do it right now. If you guys, if you're driving, <laughs> maybe pause the podcast and do this when you're sitting so you can close your eyes. Okay, so really go with me here. I want you to imagine that you have a secret bonus day snuck into the middle of your week. You fall asleep like normal in your bed, but in the morning, you wake up in a different bedroom, in a different location. The rest of your family will stay asleep for 24 hours while you get to do anything you want to do. And nobody is going to (laughs) know what you choose. There are no rules in this ideal day and no judgments. You can wake up next to Brad Pitt with Zac Efron massaging you and Justin Timberlake serenading you. Like whatever you want is okay with me. Even the laws of physics don't matter. If you want to wake up in Hawaii and fall asleep in Italy and the time zones don't make sense, it is not a problem. Okay, this is your day to dream in your imagination about what you want. No rules. If Carrie was on the phone with me. I'd ask her to close her eyes, just like I'm asking you to do now while you're listening. But before you open them, I want you to notice in this dream day, you're laying in bed, your eyes are closed. What do the sheets feel like? Before you even open your eyes, are they silk, flannel, or cotton? And then I would ask you to open your eyes, imagine opening your eyes and noticing what color the sheets are. Are they a print? (laughs) What color they have? So we're just, I'm wanting you to not think. 
I want you to picture it, imagine it in your mind, because it's tapping in to that right hemisphere of our brain. It's a little smarter than me. It's got the wisdom. It's got that intuition about what you really want. Okay, so we just want to picture it. So we're going to bypass your thinking brain and move into your intuitive brain that already knows what you really want. It's just kind of you're blocking it. Because we think like, I can't have that. That's not practical. What will people think? I've always preferred something else and all that silliness that goes on in the brain. So we want to send that out. Send your thinking brain away for a little while and just notice what you see in your mind's eye when you think about your dream day. Okay, so you notice what the sheets feel like, what color they are. Put your feet on the floor. Notice what kind of flooring there is in your dream bedroom. Is it wood? Is it carpet? Tile? Then imagine standing up and walking to the window. What do you see when you look outside? Describe the view. What do you feel like doing? Do you want to go out there? Do you feel like getting dressed? What do you want to put on? Do you want to have a cup of coffee and sit on the porch? What would feel most delicious to you? This is your day and you can do whatever you want it. So you can picture yourself like, do I want to go for a run with my dog? Do I want to jump in the ocean? Do I just want to sit and enjoy the silence? After you do your preferred activity, then ask yourself, what do I feel like doing now? Okay, so I did that. Now what? Do I feel like eating breakfast? Would I, do I feel like cooking or do I want it just to magically appear? What do I feel like eating? When you feel ready to get dressed, notice what type of clothes are in your closet and what you feel most drawn to wear. Once you're dressed, what will you do? Where will you go? You want to fill in this whole fantasy day, moving from one activity to the other. And if your activities are just to sit and read a book for two hours, then ask yourself, then what? What do you feel like doing next? As my clients imagine this fantasy day, I'm listening for themes. I'm listening for, is is my client craving solitude or company? Is she yearning for adventure or peace and quiet? Does she want recognition, validation? Is she looking for a way of expressing herself creativity? Does she want to get lost in an activity that's, you know, so different than what she's doing now? Is she craving sensory rich experiences, physical activity, or is she really yearning for physical rest? I have no idea what my clients need to feel better and to enjoy their lives more. I just ask the questions to get them out of their own way so they can find out for themselves. Once you start paying attention to the feelings and activities that you're yearning for, take a look at the beliefs that are keeping you from going after them. I have to put my kids' needs before my own, and I don't know what to do are probably the most common and probably the most toxic. (laughs) So, Pay attention to those thoughts of like, oh, I don't need to. I'm fine. Um, It's selfish for me to spend time away from the kids. Notice the thoughts that come up for you if you were to take your fantasy day and bring it into your real life. We don't have the money. We don't have the time. All those are really common ones. So the smallest step 
that I recommend for Carrie or anyone who's feeling depleted is to set a timer on your phone. And I want it to go off like five times a day, just a little reminder. Asking yourself the question, what am I feeling? Now, I want you to notice it's not how am I feeling? Because if someone says, how are you feeling? You, we tend to say fine, okay? But I want what? What emotion am I currently experiencing? Try to come up with one word. You don't have to know why. You don't have to explain it. Just define it with one word emotion. Even if you don't have an answer, just asking yourself the question will get you back on the path to reconnecting with you. Because when you ask yourself, what am I feeling? You're bringing your attention onto your body, onto your spirit. (laughs) And this is what's required to reconnect with yourself. A bigger action step that I recommend doing right now is to book yourself two nights in a hotel room by yourself. When you have a full day away from your daily life to do whatever you feel like doing, and that's why I like the two nights, because if you only do one night, you don't get that full day in between. And no one else is around to distract you. You're forced to ask and answer the question, what do I feel like doing? Being able to go where you want, eat what you want, go to bed when you want, read or watch whatever you want is heaven and such a necessary step to get you back to feeling like you again. So that's my two suggestions, a small step, what am I feeling, and a bigger action step of two nights in a hotel room. And this is not for you just to sit and binge watch Netflix and sit on your phone scrolling through Instagram the whole time. Like, let's, you know, maybe put some boundaries on phone use while you're there, checking in with the kids every five minutes. Like, it's really a vacation from your life, and I want it to feel that way so that you can pay attention inward. Because... Our energy goes where our attention goes. And when you have kids around you or even Instagram and Facebook, it's pulling your attention outside of yourself rather than focusing on on yourself. So today's Super Mom Kryptonite is putting yourself last. Last on the list of things to do. If I have time left over in my day, then maybe I'll exercise. Then maybe I will, you know, take care of myself. I'll I can use the, if we have any money left over at the end of the month, I'll use, like, how many of us do this? We play the martyr and we don't even know we're doing it. It is a slippery slope. In order for babies to survive, we have to put their needs before our own. Toddlers will get into all sorts of trouble if they are not supervised diligently and constantly. So taking care of our babies It fills our brain with oxytocin, which bonds us, and it feels amazing. We love making our kids happy and seeing the world through their eyes. There are moments when ignoring ourselves and focusing exclusively on our precious ones feel amazing. Taking care of someone else can give purpose and meaning like we've never had before. But there is a cost to getting into the habit of putting the needs of your children before your own. When no one asks you, how are you feeling? What do you want for dinner? What do you feel like doing today? Then we stop asking ourselves these questions too. Our families and our friends start asking about the kids instead of asking about us. Over time, we feel depleted and lost because we aren't front and center in our lives anymore. 
we lose connection with our essence and our spirit goes underground. (laughs) Now, getting it back isn't difficult. It wants to come back. That's why you feel so terrible without it, right? It's like your body's saying, hey, remember me? This isn't working for me anymore. I want to come back. But it does take time and it does take attention. So I created something I call a super mom challenge to help moms who feel lost and depleted reconnect with their essence. It's 15 minutes a day of a journal exercise to get you reconnected with you and what you want. I made it super short so that no mom can say, I don't have 15 minutes because that's, you know, we all can find 15 minutes. Just extend a bathroom break. And it's totally doable within your busy schedule, but it just starts to build the habit. Right now, the Supermom Challenge is something I share with my coaching clients, but I am going to open it up to the public, everyone in my Facebook group. So we're going to do it together in January, kind of as a New Year's resolution. So make sure you're in the Facebook group so that you can join in and do the Supermom Challenge together. I thought it'd be really interesting. And fun. So today's Supermom Power Boost is forward momentum. Okay, this is huge. It seems small, but it's so powerful. A body in motion tends to stay in motion, and a body at rest tends to stay at rest. When you are feeling really depleted and down in the dumps, it can be hard to make big changes, even if you really want to. If you feel like you're drowning, the trick is to make one small change to start the momentum going in a positive direction. Let's say you binge watch Netflix and drink wine every night, and you'd really like to go to the gym instead. Well, this can feel overwhelming. It feels like a really big leap, and it's very hard to do. So you start by changing one small thing. You start by saying, okay, I'm going to watch Netflix and drink wine in the bathtub. I'm just going to change my location. You can switch your beverage, try sparkling wine and go to a movie theater. Switch up your routine, like shower and get your pajamas on first before you sit down to watch Netflix. Changing one small thing will get you out of your rut, create some new synapses in the brain and give you some forward momentum. Once the ball is rolling in a good direction, your positive emotions will give you some confidence and motivation to keep you going. Today's quote of the day, self-care is giving the world the best of you instead of what's left of you. Thank you, Katie Reed. It's a great quote. All right, mamas, you take care of yourselves. Let me know. Jump on the Facebook group and tell me how you take care of yourself. What do you do that feels delicious to you, that nourishes your soul? All right. You take care, and I hope to see you in there for all the Christmas crazies <laughs> activities. All right. Take care. Love you and leave you. Want a free life coaching session? Go to lifecoachingforparents.com and schedule yours today. And thank you so much for listening. I would love it if you would subscribe and share these podcasts with your friends. If you have a question you'd like me to answer on the air, go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash record my question and you can send me a voicemail recording or write me an email and I'll answer it on the air. Thanks again. Have a great day.